Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We are back and this is day two of New Real Estate Agent Guide. And remember, this is your 15-step plan and this is perfect for obviously new real estate agents. But those of you who are finally taking your real estate career seriously and you've uh, had your licenses for a while, those of you who are reigniting your careers, in other words, those of you who have children, friends, or family members that are thinking about getting into real estate, we are designing this podcast leading up to another podcast that we're going to be doing um, next week, we think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the podcast next week is going to be about creating your – we haven't decided whether it's going to be a five-year plan because that's really probably too many years. But it's going to be your 36-month plan at the very least. And what it is, it's going to be the specific um, you know, high-level plan that all of you may want to consider adapting. And this is even if you are active in real estate and have been for some time to create a uh, essentially a situation where you're rich, where your money works for you, you no longer have to work for your money. There's a lot of uh, real estate agents and small business owners uh, that have made bad decisions, uh, I shouldn't say bad, but have made business decisions over the years that made sense at the time, but they have, they're still doing them even though they don't produce the same number of results. And without getting on our sandbox, the buying buyer leads, the marketing, the branding, all of this stuff, there may have been a time in history where it made sense. But now what it has become is essentially a black hole for profit. So what we're going to do is we're going to be creating a plan for all of you to follow. And like I said, over what time frame, we don't know. But it's going to be a multi-year plan of what you should be doing and what order you should be doing it. And we're also going to help you set specific goals. You know, it's all going to be you know, dependent on your real estate treasure map and all those numbers that are personal to you. But conceptually, I think this is what a lot of you guys are asking for. And this is based on the feedback we've been getting from this series. So, you know, the premise is going to be you got into real estate so that you one day could be rich where your money is working for you. You no longer have to work for your money. We're going to start with that premise and then we're going to help co-create with all of you specifically how to go about doing it. So look forward to that next week. And I think this will be a great way to Uh, continue this theme, which is being really well received right now. Agreed. So welcome to part two of New Real Estate Agent Plan, 15 Steps to be Wildly Successful. In today's show, we're going to explain the process of creating your lead generation wheel. As always, thank you for keeping this podcast the number one daily podcast for real estate professionals. And remember to like and subscribe so you receive every show the second it's released. If you're on iTunes, give us a five-star review and then share with us why you liked the show. Your continued support and encouragement are greatly appreciated. So we're going to start with point five, get caught up from yesterday where we started this series. Go ahead. But before we do, Julie, let's do give a shout out to one of our sponsors for this series, which is Red X. And you guys have been asking us, well, what, Tim and Julie, if you guys were to get back into selling real estate, what would you do? How about this? Exactly what we tell you guys to do on the podcast. That's right. <laughs> but what, so we would go after sellers pretty much exclusively. We would not certainly be spending a lot of time, energy, or certainly money thinking about chasing buyer leads, let alone buying buyer leads. So what are you going to do if you have decided that you're going to become a listing agent primarily? All your best thoughts and energies are going to go into being, being a listing agent. You know you have to learn the skill set. That's what we do at our premier coaching program. But now you now you have to know where to get the actual seller leads. Seller leads are abundant. There's at least 20 different sources of seller leads we teach you to proactively pursue in our coaching program. 
but there's a great company that is our sponsor that we used actually when Julie and I sold real estate. It's called Red X. And Red X is without a doubt, um, you know, they're fantastic. They'll give you, they'll go do the research for you. They'll find out the phone numbers just using this as an example. For the new expireds in your market, the new for sale by owners in your market, the new, you know, um, absentee owners in your market, all of those different sources. They'll find you the names, the phone numbers. They'll get you property information, tell you if the property's ever been listed before. And even more, they will actually dial the phone for you. I'm not even making that up. So you can have, and what, what our mature coaching clients have with the ones that are very successful and consistently successful is they will have Red X set up so that it's dialing, doing like a multi-dialer. In other words, there's phone calls. There's the the uh, outbound calls are being, being done automatically using the uh, information that Red X is secured. So you don't have to take the time and worrying about, well, I got to get this phone number, or that phone number. What you do is you uh, stand ideally in front of your computer. You've got our scripts up on the wall. You hit go, and then the system starts dialing calls for you. And then when someone answers, you have the conversation using our scripts. This is called a system. This is the maturity that we want you to move towards. So you start having consistent cash flow that's based on proactive lead generation. And when you do that in abundance, and it won't take as long as, say, for example, trying to buy your business through branding, when you do that in abundance, you'll start creating, you create massive financial abundance in your lives. So we made it very easy for all of you to become Red X subscribers and even more. They're going to give you a $150 discount because you're a Harris podcast listener. And a lot of you are obviously coaching clients as well. Text the word RED. Text the word RED to 47372. Text the word RED to 47372. And when you do, we'll text you back a link. You can, can click that link. You'll be taken to a microsite. On that microsite, the $150 discount is already woven in. So do not wait. This is the source of leads that Julie and I used personally. And this is the one we uh, prescribe to all of our coaching clients and now to all of you as well. So text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. Text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. And you can become a Red X uh, client as well. And remember, message and data rates may apply. By the way, the $150 discount you only get when you do text the word RED to 47372. That is something that we have arranged for them to provide for all of you. Um, to thank all of you for continuing to make this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate agents in the United States. And the numbers are, I'm watching them daily now. Actually, I haven't looked today. But they're really quite extraordinary. And thanks to all of you for keeping this the number one listen to daily podcast by giving us reviews and all the great stuff on iTunes. It's pretty fantastic. All right. Now, Julie, let's get to point numero cinco. Yes. And here's a warning. Expireds may come up shortly during this point. <laughs> well, okay. expires may come up this, throughout this year. <clears throat> Always. Because what's happening with inflation. Yes, that is for sure. So point number five, understand the spokes in the wheel model. Choose your lead generation spokes wisely and work them daily. So let's hover there for a second because some of our newer listeners might not understand the spokes in the wheel model. Do you hey, want to explain you're, or do you want me to? you throwing it back to me? <laughs> I am. All right. So um, the spokes in the wheel analogy Julie and I came up with a long time ago, and it's a very simple concept. If you and this is if we're doing this well, we are doing this live. Yes. <laughs> so we're doing a live presentation, and this is how we explain it. We ask everyone to draw a circle. Now, if you're driving or working out or whatever, you could just do this in your mind. Draw a circle, and then draw a tiny little circle in the center of said big circle. You're going to create something that looks like a spoked wheel, right? An old bicycle wheel. Each of the spokes on your wheel is going to generate a source of business for you. 
The first sources of business that you're going to put on your wheel are going to be the proactive lead generation sources. And then after you've got three or four proactive lead generation sources that are stable, strong spokes on your wheel, then you can add the passive lead generation spokes. Then if you want to do the branding, then if you want to do the social networking, then if you want to do the videoing, then if you want to do all the passive stuff, do that after you've added the proactive stuff on your wheel. Do it the opposite direction. Chances are you're going to fail and you're going to go broke. Those are just statistically... Uh, those are the facts. Every single top producing agent has always built their business, whether they net, you know, verbalize it like this or not, based on their own proactive communication with, say, for example, centers of influence and past clients, which is definitely a spoke. One of the first ones we suggest most of you put on your wheel. For, uh, for sale by owners or unrepresented owners, as we like to call them. Notice the defaults, all of that. So the moral of the story of what I'm trying to tell you is when you're building spokes in the wheel, put the spokes on the wheel first, the, the proactive lead generation spokes, because if you're rolling down the wheel, if you're rolling down the road on your, and this is the concept, right? If you're, and you don't, what many agents are plagued by is having too few spokes or usually having one spoke. And the one spoke might just be, for example, buying leads, or the one spoke might be centers of influence and past clients. So if you're rolling down the road with just one spoke and you hit a little pebble on the road, since your wheel, your lead generation, uh, you know, doesn't have any integrity, the wheel will collapse. That's the reason you need to build towards having seven reliable spokes, but the first spokes have to be centers of, in I'm sorry, the first spokes have to be based on proactive lead generation. That's critical. Never forget that. Do not have anyone try to sell you into the idea that your primary sources of business can be passive because you will then be building a mansion on land you do not own. You will not have control of your destiny. You will always be holding to buying your business. Yes, it's not even really a viable spoke if you look at it that way. So choose your lead generation spokes wisely. Work them daily. It's not enough to just draw your wheel. You have to do something about it. Focusing mainly on people who clearly have a desire to sell their homes and supplement with regular communication to your database, for example. Here's a list of our favorite spokes, which all of you listening can utilize. Not our only spokes. We teach you far no. more than this in the coaching program. Just our favorites because, yep. you know, for a reason. Don't choose just one and be a one-spoke wonder. Instead, work multiple spokes to ensure your success. But do not work multiple spokes simultaneously. There's a couple of exceptions. Do one at a time. Do not give yourself forever to master that spoke. But you do not want to start overlapping because then you'll become you'll have a whole bunch of plates spinning as you're trying to learn new sources of lead generation yes. and you'll be good at none of them. So go from one to the other. The only one that we'll start we you can do, for example, centers of influence and past clients. At the same time, you're learning to say, for example, work uh, unrepresented owners or or for sale by owners. But don't just do one or I'm sorry, do one at a time until you've mastered it with the exception of, like I said, you can do centers of influence and past clients simultaneously as you build other things. And you should, because centers of influence and past clients takes really no skill set. It's the easiest source of business, but it's also the least reliable source of business. Yes, yeah, so that one in particular, your sphere of influence, those are the people who already know you, who are in your database, your smartphone, your contacts. That's an ongoing thing, to Tim's point. This is something that you should expand and work throughout your career. Should we explain why Centers of Influence and Past Clients is the least reliable source of business? Sure. Um, it's simple, because you can't uh, be guaranteed that when you wake up in the morning, you're going to have a lead from your Centers of Influence and Past Clients. That's why. Right. You can't tell me the name of the person who's going to contact you from your database, exactly. right? You can guesstimate probably somebody in your database is getting ready 
But I can't tell you, even as an experienced coach, whether that's going to be call number three or call number 300. And you guys, all these statistics, the centers of influence and past clients, coaches try to throw around. Like 10% of your database is going to do a real estate transaction that particular year. So your goal is to have three to 500 people. You guys have heard all this before, right? So the moral of the story is that might be true, but what's to say those 10% are going to be using you? Because those same people are in other people's databases as well, other agents' databases. And those are same people are getting solicitations from other agents simultaneously, thus making it very inconsistent what you can get from your centers of influence and past clients. It is a great source of business. And for, you know, once your real estate practice uh, matures after you've done enough transactions, will become an incredible source of business that is going to be the lifeblood of your business. But that said, it's also the least reliable source of business because you cannot proactively choose when a lead is going to come from there. Versus if you're doing the proactive lead generation that Julie and I primarily focus on, you will know every single day because you're going to be using your Red X dialer and they're going, you're going to wake up, you're going to turn on your computer, and there's going to be 10 new leads right there. And once you are efficient at having conversations with people, you'll be able to convert those leads into actual sales. That you, can't, exactly. you can't do that with any of the passive stuff. No. So that's your center of influence. Unpredictable, but valuable. That's why that's the one spoke that needs a lot of care and feeding all the time. Okay, so remember, this is focused mainly on newer, newer agents. So I put open houses next because it doesn't cost you anything to do because you can systematize it and because absolutely hot lead generators in today's market. I mean, we have coaching clients that are having 100 people through, 200 people through. We have now, pe- here's the thing. We're not prescribing open houses so you can get more buyers. No. You're going to do that anyway, okay? It's because the people going through your open houses, especially as you go a little bit up market to the move up crowd, they're going to have houses to sell. They're going to be the neighbors checking out the open house. So we did a podcast series called How to Monetize Your Open House, Not Just to Sit the Open House. So we gave you a lot to work with with that, but this is something that every single listener can do. And absolutely in today's market where there's not enough to choose from, I'll give you an example. Every time our coaching clients do it the way we prescribe, they get a minimum of one more listing that day, usually out of the neighborhood. Then they have a lot to follow up on that become future listings. Now, listen to what Julie just said. Why would what she's saying make complete and total sense? Because if you're sitting, if you're working in open house, and it's say, for example, a move up price range, the average sale price in the United States right now, let's call it 375 grand. Well, that $375,000 seller is going to be moving up to say something 650 or 750. Pick your price range, right? Mm-hmm. Million even maybe. Yep. Well, you know, especially with as much mm-hmm. as that house has appreciated in the past two years. Right. So they have all kinds of down payment. And you, low interest rates. And low interest rates still, right? So that sells, you have buyers that are going to be walking into, say, for example, the house you have for sale. Uh, for 800000 or a $1 million, and you're thinking they're all buyers, but the reality of it is is 90% of them are also sellers. But if you're not proactively having conversations with them using our scripts and our dialogues, how the hell are you ever going to know whether or not – here's what most of you are going to do. You're going to hope and pray that somehow they give you your contact information, and then you're going to hope and pray that magically you fall into a conversation with them about selling their house. All the while, you don't know what to say. You don't know how to say it. You're doing things passively. You're maybe trying to find them on Facebook. Why not know what to say when you meet them the first time in a very professional manner that they'll ultimately appreciate and then see you as a professional because of the fact that you are obviously trying to solve the problem for them, which is helping them buy a house and then sell a house. That is what professionals do. Do not talk about their kids. Do not talk about their dogs. Do not waste a lot of time. I mean, all those things are important, right? There's room and conversations for all that. But the primary focus of a professional is solving the other person's problem. 
That's right. And for those of you who are in our coaching program, you know that there's a lot of discussion about how to really utilize open houses. A lot of you guys are getting a huge turnout. So you're partnering with other agents. You're systematizing how to sign people in, how to answer questions. You're doing raffles to get their information out of them. It is an art, but it's not expensive and it's not difficult. You just have to systematize it, pay attention and be part of the coaching program. And it's low skilled. It, well, it is. It's, I mean, we're talking about agents that are just getting into sure. it. We're building their confidence. We're encouraging them to have those but, conversations. But let's look at this in, in just, I mean, because open houses, because of the seller's market, have become an absolute boondoggle Slam for dunk. opportunities. Yeah. Again, depending on the price point. Yeah. If you have a bunch of marketing and passive lead generation crap that you're hoping and praying that one day will work and you're frustrated with it, why don't you just drop all of it and start doing that one spoke that Julie just shared with but you? But do it well. But do it well. And we do have, as part of our Premier Coaching Program, complete systems and checklists exactly how you're supposed to do open houses. I know open houses are seen in many, I say, grizzled veterans' eyes as mm -hmm. something that only new agents do or you only do if you're forced to do it because that's, you know, the, the seller insisted you doing it or all these other sort of asinine, outdated mm -hmm. concepts. In a hot seller's market, you can have, and we've seen pictures, we posted them on our private Facebook page, <laughs> yep. of agents that we who are using our system who will have hundreds of people lined up to go through an open house. Hundreds. Does that even make sense? I mean, it, it's crazy. Some of the things that our coaching clients are doing, it's, it's, for example, when you have a line and, you know, the line started because of COVID, but they've continued because low inventory, right? So you have people yep. standing to be next in line to see the house. Well, so you partner with someone, a lot of our clients, their kids are licensed, their husbands are licensed, whatever. And that person goes through the line and starts talking with each person while they're standing impatiently out there. Tell me more about what you're looking for. They talk about the house they're about to see. They have information on the neighborhood. They're gathering information. They're exchanging data. You know, it's it's amazing what this has become. And if you have a kid that's in Girl Scouts, that's a captive audience. <laughs> yeah, totally. Sell those Girl Scout cookies. You can even make it required that they buy a box of cookies before they're <laughs> <entry. brought> <laughs> that's right. I know, but really and truly, I do believe in open houses as a legitimate spoke. And I think what you said is right. A lot of the more grizzled veteran agents will kind of poop on open houses. And the reason they're doing that is because they have multiple listings and they don't want to spread themselves too thin being asked to do that. So they say, no, open houses don't work. Well, and yet open houses do work. No, so they're, I, yes, okay. But the real reason is, and I'm it, it, the word starts with an L, ends in a Y, and there might be an A and a, <laughs> yeah. a Z in there somewhere. That's they just basically, too. they've talked to themselves that are doing the real work of real estate and they'd rather basically not work. They just essentially, this and see, this is the problem if you guys, it, yeah, I, I didn't say it. Well, but this is great for newer agents because you can do their open houses for, for them. For them, right. You can do open houses for the, let's just say, agents in your office that are uh, preoccupied. Motivationally challenged. Motivationally challenged. <laughs> do the open houses for them. Uh, keep all those leads. No referral fees. Nothing. Nope. Keep all those leads yourself. This is a fantastic idea for any of you. And if you are rolling into this year and you don't have momentum, I just gave you a kick in the arm, shot in the arm, kick, kick ass idea, whatever. <laughs> but this is what you should be doing. Yeah. All right. Next one, Julie, is going to be for sale by owners. For sale by owners are another great source of business. Obviously, it's a fantastic source no matter what direction the market's going. And without spending too much time on this particular spoke for the sake of our podcast and brevity, um, too late there, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But the reality of it is, is most for sale by owners are not um, baby eaters. <laughs> right. They're not what you think they are. Yeah. Most for sale by owners are trying it out and they have no intention of uh, you know, doing anything other than eventually listing it. And statistically, once you know the numbers, and I forget what the numbers are, like 90% or 95% end up listing with an agent. Mm -hmm. But for sale by owners in a hot seller's market are an incredible opportunity because in most cases, you can easily price the house 
uh, so that it covers the, your commission and the seller still, and that's exactly what they wanted to net in the first place. You just have to know how to have those conversations. Next yeah. ideal spoke is going to be expireds, older expireds, withdrawn, temporarily off the market listings. And by the way, guys, remember, all these sources of businesses are already completely vetted with phone numbers and seller information. Um, just text the word RED to 47372. And remember, message and data rates may apply, but that's the way you get the $150 discount. Text the word RED to 47372. And you don't have to worry about getting these phone numbers and all the contact information. They've done it for you. Um, there's a lot of people right now that are doing really well if they're combining open houses and the next uh, suggested simple spoke that doesn't require a lot of skill, frankly, is going to be door knocking. That's going to use our scripts. Sometimes you guys call it circle prospecting. But if you're doing that as a way of opening or inviting people to open houses and just frankly getting to know the neighbors, I, we can give you droves of stories of people who become well, – well, I'll, I'll tell you one. Sure. Lisa McEvergen. Mm-hmm. And this is a gal who was selling in Granville, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And the story with Lisa, when we, so Granville is the next town over after New Albany. And Lisa is, in, at least when we sold real estate, she was a bit of a legend mm-hmm. because she became in, in Ohio, if not nationally, one of the top at the time we were REMAX agents, REMAX agents. Mm-hmm. And the way she got started in her business was she went in, this, again, this might be a, a story, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Could be folklore at this point. <laughs> Legend. Exactly. But she went door to door and all her goal was when she got there, she was not from Granville, Ohio. She did not go to school at Granville, Ohio. What's the school there called? Denison. Denison. She did not have any particular connections there from what we understood, but she was uh, motivated. She was uh, somebody who was, at the time she was pregnant, and she was somebody who had lots of energy and enthusiasm. She was somebody that was gregarious and demonstrative. She uh, brought along with her from, again, this is all the legend, but probably true. Um, and we did real estate transactions with her, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if all this was true. She might still be doing it to this day, Probably. really. Yeah, she had a binder with all the listing information. She knew exactly what the market was going on. If a seller asked a question, prospective seller asked a question, she knew what was going on. So the story is she, her mission in her first six months or whatever being in Granville was to meet every uh, homeowner. Now, that's a great freaking idea if you ask mm-hmm. me. And she did. And she, I don't even know how long it took for her to completely displace all the grizzled, embedded, long-term listing agents. But she did it in she a did. shockingly short period of time, as the story goes. This was before you and I got into real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, and she maintained, and I bet you she still is the number one agent in Granville, Ohio. And the sale price there is wonderful, too. It is. So there's a for example. And, and to this day, I could pretty much guarantee you most of her business, if not all of her business, comes from that same the momentum that came from that first year, but also the momentum that comes from being a proactive lead generator like she is, versus what many of you are doing is you're being suckered into buying leads from Zillow. What do you get when you buy a lead, especially with these ridiculous referral fees? You may or may not get a center of influence uh, perspective downrange client, but what you are going to do is you're going to work for basically peanuts because you're going to pay referral fees. But what the real cost is, is you did not learn how to be a proactive lead generator. So you're just going to be going from buying leads to buying leads to buying leads. Whereas if you were like Lisa, you would have known how to actually get off your duff and gone out and actually met people. And that's not a high skill activity, what we just described to you. The uh, last one, Julie, and this, got, by the way, guys, in our premier coaching program, we teach you literally dozens of ways of generating yeah. business. This was just some of our favorite ones to talk yeah, about, frankly. To get you to think, yes. Right. Okay, so next is new build salespeople who can refer you prospects who have to sell their existing homes. You don't just go and build a $700,000 house as a first-time buyer, generally speaking. They're coming from something, 
And guess what? The builders do not let them generally, especially in today's market, be contingent on home sale. That's right. So those new new build home reps, they're fantastic because some of them are not licensed. So you couldn't pay them a referral fee if you wanted to. So that's an inexpensive lead. You can give them a gift card. You can do things like that. But even if they are licensed, you can give them a little referral fee. They're going to love you getting that inventory sold, that resale, because they're not going to take that listing, making their deal closable. Now, obviously, you want to bring any prospective buyers to that uh, meet yes. that new build rep, and you want to reciprocate the referral source that they provide for you. Uh, but we have known many, many, many agents, thousands of agents probably at this point, so we, we've been coaching for so long, who have gotten a lot of business because they had a professional center of influence and past client in the form of several new builders. And they would choose, like, you know, you can have, in many cases, you'll have new builders next to new builders next, you know, they'll have models right next door to each other, four or five, sometimes six in a row. Get to know every single one of them. Every single one of them are going to be a good source of prospective listing uh, referrals for you. And don't think, well, they're just going to keep them themselves. They don't. In most cases, those are employees that work for the builder and they are not allowed to do outside business or they might not even have a real estate license. So when you have a new uh, prospective buyer that might even be in a lower price range, but with some you know, builder financing if it's available or just the buyer deciding to drill down a little bit more and come up with some more money, they might decide, I'm going to build one of those new houses. Advanced tip here. When you have new construction in your markets, which you will soon discover all of you will, or most of you will, if you do not take your prospective buyers, especially, by the way, if they have houses to sell, to all those new construction areas and get them registered with those buyers, do not be with those builders. Do not be surprised when that uh, buyer, who also may have been a seller for you, uh, calls you up and says, uh, you don't have to help me anymore because I've decided to buy a new construction house from ABC Builder. And you did not get on that contract because you did not introduce that buyer to that builder. So you need to be taking that. This first thing you need to be doing, if you have new construction, even if they're even remotely in the price range of the new construction, take them to meet the new build reps, take them to actually uh, and get them registered. So if they meander back in there, you're going to get paid on that transaction. That is a very, very important thing because do you really think that if that uh, buyer meanders back into that model and that uh, builder did not register you to that buyer in their system. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just go to a new construction site and you'll know what I'm talking about. There's usually a formal, like a form that needs to be filled out. Do you really think that builder is going to call you and say, oh, hey, Bob, your buyers pop by. Uh, they're wonder I'm wondering if I should include you on the sale for ha having done absolutely nothing. Hell to the no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, and that has gotten extra strict lately. I think part of that was from COVID, just you know, making sure they knew who's coming and going. But now... Um, I, th I think in a way it's easier to register your buyers. First of all, good idea to let them know that that happens um, because that is very prevalent. But now most of those new construction models are requiring appointments. So that's good. But here's the thing. Don't let your buyer make that appointment on their own. You make the appointment for them. You might be pinched off. And, uh, the, um, the, and they're within their rights to do that. Don't, don't look mad. for conspiracy theories. It's not very frequent that the build rep is going to get paid more if there's no co-op. Though if it becomes more of a buyer's market, that is what happens. The build rep actually is paid more of a commission for no co-op. But right now, a lot of these build reps aren't getting paid much more than their base because the houses are selling themselves. Correct. I, hopefully, you guys are getting all this. We're fire hosing you a little <laughs> bit. But the truth is, is you have to be getting as much information in your heads as fast as possible. The year's already started. Your new career's already started. Your new life is awaiting for you. Take action faster. And Julie, point number six. Point number six is commit to profitability. Don't blow your money on the three worst Bs, buying buyer leads, building your brand, or building a team. 
You don't need to do any of those things to be successful or profitable. And honestly, I'm not just talking about newer, newer agents here. Across the board, that is not a requirement to work on the three Bs. That's right. And we're going to really drill down on that's actually leads right into the show. That we're going to start series. We're going to start yeah. next week. But really what happens to a lot of you, I actually read a great quote on Instagram this morning. Who said it? Oh, Steve Jobs. Mm. Of course, I don't remember the quote, but the gist of it is, is if you don't have very clearly defined goals uh, for yourself, you're going to end up essentially living for the sake of, accomplish, of, of accomplishing somebody else's goals. And we gave you guys a great example on yesterday's podcast, how most brokerages and teams work. Hopefully you internalize that. Um, you can, you know, be a skeptic about what we tell you as much as you want to, but don't wait so long to believe what we're saying is true to the point where you basically are out of the business. Because statistically, you're already real estate roadkill until you prove otherwise. It's an a, a interesting fact. It's from the National Association of Realtors. Something like 90% plus of all real estate transactions in five years will be done by people who have not yet received a real estate license yet. In other words, people who don't even know they're going to be in real estate in five years are going to be, almost all of them are going to be doing the real estate transactions. And the greatest failure point for most agents is after 24 months and after, guess what, 60 months. So there you go. And why does that happen? Why is it, why is it the failure rate in this industry is worse than it's ever been before, uh, be, you know, despite all these lead sources you guys can buy leads from. That wasn't the way it was 10 years ago. Well, maybe 10 years. That wasn't the way it was 15 years ago. All this branding, all this marketing, all this social networking, all this TikToking and zitter, blah, 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 puke, puke, puke. Why? Simple answer is, it's because it does not work to put you in a position to help people and make money and enough abundance to create consistent cash flow. Thus, agents are failing out of this business faster than ever before. Guys, just look at the numbers. You, you maybe look, you might be listening to us right now and thinking, you know what, Tim, I don't want to do anything that makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to ever have to face down rejection. Then honestly, how are you going to get through? How are you going to stay in real estate? Well, frankly, let alone, you know, exist at any job uh, where you're going to get paid any amount of money. I mean, even a Walmart greeter, right? Which by the way, probably is a sweet job with uh, health insurance, Definitely. but even a Walmart greeter is going to have to face rejection. There's no job where you do not face rejection. So rejection always sucks. Rejection always hurts. But you get it less frequently and it's less painful the better you get at the skills to know what to say and how to say it because you won't get rejected to the point where you will be laughing when you ever have somebody that's even remotely rude to you. And yet so many of you have built up this big wall of fear about learning how to be proactive lead generators. That is what these guys who are trying to sell you leads and branding are feeding into your ignorance about the lack of skills that you have and the lack of skills you need to build. So they'll call you up and say, Hey, Bob, you know, this is Steve, the lead seller. And I've got, are you taking new clients in your marketplace? Because we've got 15 buyer leads or five buyer leads and they're all fantastic. And if you'd like to buy these, here it is. We'd like to pay us a referral fee. And then you don't think Steve's getting on a call and telling the next 20 agents the same thing and selling those same leads the same way. That's what's happened. And if you don't learn how to be a proactive lead generator, especially around listings, how are you going to survive? So don't make the Walmart greeter make more contacts than you. <laughs> right? There's some accountability to that. And so listen, a lot of you guys are ready to become premier coaching clients. You're listening to Julie Nice podcast, tens of thousands of you do every day. And this has become part of your of your life. This has become, a lot of you has become, I think, a pivotal part of your day. And we certainly appreciate it. Truthfully, Julie and I are so honored. It provides us, I would say, the success of this podcast and the impact it's had 
on the real estate industry has been one of the greatest honors outside of probably our book mm-hmm. uh, of our real estate careers, of our coaching uh, careers. The success that we've experienced and the lives that we know we're impacting, it's been you know amazing and we certainly appreciate it. So where the question you have to ultimately become uh, ask yourself is when you love this podcast and you listen to it every day, imagine how amazing the actual coaching program is. And you can join our actual coaching program for around $100 a month, depending on which option you choose. So the simplest way for you to join coaching today is text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. We'll text you back a link, and then you can join Premier Coaching for around $100 a month, just depending on which path you choose. So text the word Premier to 47372. This is our complete system. I know you guys love the podcast. But we are not even, we're at best brushing the surface of what you get as a premier coaching client. As a premier coaching client, you get a daily semi private coaching call with one of our new member coaches. You get all of our systems, all of our checklists, all of our presentations. Everything has been proven to work in every single market condition Inf- interest rates, higher, low, inflation, higher, low, country at war, not at war. Yeah. I mean, how many wars have we been doing since we Seriously, had two? Too many. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But the moral of the story, guys, is this is your time to shine in real estate and the best and easiest pathway forward for you is to become a premier coaching client. Text the word premier to 47372 and remember message and data rates may apply. Point number seven on our last point of today is the most important point. It is the whole damn point of being in real estate. And that is pay yourself first. At least 10% goes to your savings off of every single check. I don't care what else is going on, what bills you've got due, what's happening in your life. Pay yourself a minimum of 10% off each commission, 20% to your tax account, that might be plus or minus 5%, depending on where you live, and the rest to your operations account. Again, save more if possible right from the beginning. Do not mix these accounts. Here's the common mistake. How are you paying your taxes? Well, you know, I've been saving some money. I got some socked away. Is that your savings or is that your tax account? Because some of that money does not belong to you. You have to be good on your taxes, so segregate the money. Well, and ultimately, this goes to a point that's in our best-selling book called Harris Rules, which is uh, the product of your business is profit. Your profit that you produce from your real estate sales is the product. It's not, well, look, happy clients are part of it. Home sales are part of it. All these nice, you know, tenderhearted things that people lean into when they say that's the business I'm in, a housing transaction, that's not your product. Your product is the profit that comes from having provided high levels of services to ideally, over time, thousands of people. That is your product, is the profit. If you're not making profit, significant profit, why are you in business? What is the point? If you're not making lots of profit, there is no point of being in business unless, of course, you are deciding to run a nonprofit. Some of you are running a nonprofit and you didn't decide that. It just worked out that way because mm-hmm. you're spending all your money on branding and marketing and you're doing all this on the will come that one day you'll be an Instagram superstar and all these real estate leads will shine on you and will flow to you, even though statistically that is almost impossible. But it's basically impossible. It's so incredibly rare that anyone gets any meaningful amounts of business from passive lead generation spokes that results in profit. I want to be very clear. For all of you who are arguing with us in your heads, yes, you can generate leads from passive lead sources, but that money that you spent to generate that lead will eviscerate your profit margin to which point, to which point your profit will be gone. You will never have enough money left over to really have a, frankly, very financially secure life, let alone buy assets that will produce passive income for you so that you can be rich where your money works for you and you no longer work for your money. What I just said resonates with you or it does not. 
And on this podcast, and you guys know this is our philosophy of our coaching business, we do not try to save everybody. We frankly only try to save the people that are swimming towards us. Julie and I have visualized ourselves in this little rescue boat, and it gets bigger. You know, it's big enough for all of you. Some of you, when we're out there saying, we're here to save you. We're here to save you from all the sharks in the water. Some of you just keep on swimming away from us for whatever reason. I'm going to make it to shore. I'm going to be friends with the sharks, and I'm going to have the sharks. Ba- I don't even know why you I guys. I can outswim the sharks. I, I know outswim- it. Exactly. That shark's not that big. He can't eat me in one bite. I can still no. make it to shore, right? But we're here saying, come up on the boat. It's safe here. We're, we will go to the shore along with everybody else who's on the boat. But Julie and I, and I know this sounds maybe, pond- well, it does sound ponderous, really. But um, we do not try to save all of you. We only try to save those of you who are swimming towards us because statistically we know that's really all we can do or anyone can do. Some of you do not like, will not ever follow through on what you know is intuitively true from having listened to our podcast, become coaching clients, read our book. Intuitively, in your heart and your soul, you know what we're saying is true. You cannot argue with it. You might want to you know, slice something I said or Julie said here or there, but at the end of the day, you know it's about doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. That is what everyone is born knowing, that in order to get what you want in life, if, if you really want to have something that you're proud of and that's meaningful, you're going to have to put in a lot of effort, financial effort, you know, mental effort, physical effort. It's going to take longer than you think or all these things combined to create a magical life for you. So for those of you who are really in alignment with truly making the most of your lives, Julie and I want to thank you for listening to this mm-hmm. podcast. Thank you for continuing to make this number and listen to daily podcasts for real estate professionals in the world and encourage you, welcome you to become a premier coaching client. What the heck are you waiting for? In the meantime, we are going to pick up on point number eight tomorrow. Um, ooh, point number eight, the first point of number eight. Mm-hmm. That's obnoxious, Julie. I can't believe you wrote that. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Well, you guys will have to wait for tomorrow on that one. Uh, if you guys need us for anything, if you want to and you know, continue to please give us a five-star reviews on iTunes. It's fantastic. We love reading those. Um, if you want a message with Julie and I, go to Instagram, timandjulieharris.com. I'm sorry, Tim and Julie Harris is our Instagram. Uh, you can look at all of our pages, all of our pictures of us suffering, doing what we don't want to do and we don't mm-hmm. want to do it. I mean, he had us doing crap today at the gym with these kettlebell things. I thought he was joking when he was talking about now we're going to use two at the same time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the whole thing. It was ridiculous. I think he's honestly, I think this guy is just, he hates us. Okay. Maybe we're experimental. And we're experimental. And I think he's trying to see what kind of crazy crap he can get us to do (laughs) before we actually call him out on it. Yeah. Yeah. But we're paying for it just for the record. (laughs) I know. I had that thought. We're paying for this. Yeah. So the moral of the story is a message us through Instagram, or of course, you guys can always text me, 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. All of you who are ready to join eXp Realty, and if you're looking for a sponsor, Julie and I are formally applying for the job of being your eXp Realty sponsors. Uh, we would love the opportunity uh, to, you know, frankly, be partners with you in your real estate career. If you've been in the business for a while and you're ready to move over to eXp, whether you're a new agent, we would love to talk with you about being your sponsors at eXp. All of you are either about to go down the path of eXp Realty or on the path to go to go down the path. Uh, I'm sorry, to uh, join eXp Realty. We would love to be your sponsor. Text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.